I, I totally get what Jesus Christ is saying here. I mean, sometimes when you when you have that role in life where you got to tell people, look, this is what the Bible teaches, and they don't yeah. take it well, and next yeah. thing you know, you lose friends, and they don't want anything to do with you, and all you said was, well, you believe. I'm telling you, if you're a people pleaser, in this day and age, you're exhausted. Right. Because no matter yeah. what you're doing, that's a fact. You're 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 not going to please people. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. This is Mark Hostetler, myself, Bill McMinn, both pastors at Eagleville Bible Church. Working hard to do the best we can, actually. I mean, it's, yeah. it's gotten into, just so you guys know who listen, I mean, it's a very busy phase. I mean, I'm looking at, you know, soon starting the men's small group. I have to write my own lessons for Wednesday night, and we're doing prophecy and then revelation, and that's a big class. We're trying to figure that out. Um, actually, Ashtabula Schools for Wana North is asking us to mask up. Uh, we will obviously comply with that. And so, you know, we'll figure it out because I think that's the small issue. The big issue is we get to teach and we get to promote Christ. And we had a great turnout, by the way, in Awana North as at Awana South. So, I mean, both both clubs are often doing good, but it's a busy, busy time of year. It so really we're is. here. Yeah. Uh, we're doing this podcast. We're doing the best that we can. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we realize even the best that we can sometimes is not maybe good enough. Right. Yeah. So and, and some of us enjoyed a vacation, man. I mean, yep. I got away to Outer Banks. Uh, yep. So that was a week away of it because we know it's coming right into the busy season. Right. It was nice to be able to take that week right. off and, and just get some rest. And right. man, I'll tell you what, it was awesome. Hurricane Larry affected us a little bit. We couldn't get into the water okay. like from Wednesday to Saturday. The I mean, it was seven to ten foot. That's the time Surfs. we would have been in the water. You know, right? <laughs> right. But we, we always allowed, look forward you know? to that when we were kids. But, we were allowed. You know what? It was nice. And I'm glad right. you got a chance to get away. And, no, we you did. Know, yeah. so, and uh, and being good. back, I mean, Monday night I was out till 10. I think I got home around 8 o'clock Tuesday night. Last night I probably got home 8.30, <laughs> 8.45, 9. Uh, I mean, that's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's it's a busy, busy stretch. And yeah. in this busy stretch of trying to, like, I've been trying to figure out my sermon, which I do have it you know, the bulk of it written now, but it took me a lot longer than normal to go through it because of everything going on in our world. And I wanted to talk more about certain subjects. And then I have my wife and it's wise to listen to your wife. My wife tells me, you're not talking about that. Mm -hmm. and she, I mean, she never does. Usually she does not say anything about sermons. Just so you know, this is a very unusual occurrence, but she said, I don't want you saying anything from that pulpit about certain things that are going on in the world today i'm sure you can figure that out she said it doesn't matter because it's just divisive it, it doesn't matter what you say how you say it somebody's going to be ticked about it let's and, just, and i kind of agree she was right stage. she's right yeah <laughs> so i changed yeah. that and um maybe someday i'll come to it because i actually wanted to do go back to roger williams uh rhode island individual soul liberty the uh the, the petition of rights written in England, which becomes our Bill of Rights, and just the, the freedom that Americans have. And I think sometimes we need to realize we can stand on our own as a country. Yeah. Like, you have a yeah. right as a Christian to not have to bow to peer pressure. You don't have to go along and do what everyone else tells you to do. And we kind of find a story like that in the story of John. Because we're in a situation where Jesus Christ has come to what they call the Feast of Booths. He told his brothers mm. initially he wasn't coming. He mm -hmm. did come. He, he, he said it wasn't his time yet. 
He's kind of keeping himself on the down low. They know that he's done signs. Everyone's asking about him. So even before he gets there, everyone's asking about Jesus. There's this kind of discussion, if you want to call it like a scuttlebutt that's going around. You know, the community, as people come in, hey, have you heard? Did you hear what Jesus did? Have you heard about Jesus? Who is Jesus? And there's all this wrestling through. And then he stands up in the temple, and he teaches as one having authority. In fact, so much authority that when people were sent to arrest him, when soldiers were sent to arrest Jesus, they came back empty-handed. They were asked, why didn't you arrest Jesus? And they said, because no one's ever spoken with the authority that he had. That's and awesome. that's just wild. That's amazing. Wild yeah. stuff. But even with yeah. that said, and, and they can see Jesus Christ, Mark, the thing that interests me is, yet for the fear of the Jews, no one spoke openly of him. And I I see that in our world today, yeah. there's there's oftentimes private conversations that we'll have with each other. In fact, Mark and I were talking about you know dealing with uh, COVID, especially uh, vaccines and questions people have. We said, hey, let's handle it. We did a podcast on it, and we're we're talking about handling it just person to person as people come up and talk to us or write mm -hmm. to us, and we are happy to talk to people about it and share our views and things like that. But we'll let's just handle it there. But but again, because anytime you say things openly, whether you say it openly on Facebook, you say it openly on Twitter. Uh, you say it, if I say it openly in the pulpit, then it becomes a thing, you know, it, right. it becomes something where, yeah, there's a lot of times, honestly, in the society, you're, you're afraid to say anything. Absolutely. I put man. up pictures. Yeah. I don't say a lot. I, I just, I want to say more, but you just know in this contentious age in which we live that, wow, I mean, really, you just can't really say much. And it's, but this is hard because it's Jesus right. that they're talking about. I mean, what? I mean, right. he's the he's the miracle worker. He's the one that this this group of people, the Jews, have been waiting on this whole time. I mean, for thousands of years, they've been waiting for this deliverer to show up. He shows up, and and all of a sudden, you bring up his name, and and people start stoning you. You know what right. I mean? And he started getting upset about you. Well, but this is oppression, and this is what it looks like, Mark. Mm -hmm. Oppression looks like when only one view is allowed. Yeah, and this is the day in which mm -hmm. we're finding ourselves. Only one view. If you were to say a word, if you put the word vaccine in your post on Facebook, guaranteed Facebook's going to tag it and they're going to put their own article on it. Right, tag it right onto your post. Yep. There's right now uh, a pro-life group is banned from Google, not even allowed. Wow. They are censored. Oh my! This gosh. stuff is going yeah. on in our world today where there is censorship, there are things being uh, put off and blocked. I know for a fact, I was looking for certain articles that had to do with questions I was getting. So I went on Google and I looked at it and every article that Google fed me was the opposite of what I was looking for. Oh my goodness. Had the opposite. Yeah. I know what they're doing. They're slanting all the information to oh. only their way. So I have to go to DuckDuckGo mm -hmm. or to another site mm -hmm. actually to be able to freely get information and there there is such a a weightedness and it doesn't matter if it's covid it could be i don't i believe the boys are boys and girls are girls that's what i believe with all of my heart mm -hmm. and i believe you're born a girl you're a girl and you're born a boy you're a boy that is a hundred thousand percent what i believe you say stuff like that today, even common sense statements like that. Oh my goodness! You know, you're not going to use your personal pronouns. You're not going to declare yourself. You're yeah. a Neanderthal. You're a dinosaur. You're looked down. Right. You're picked on. And anytime I find in our world today that you're not going along with the media, you're out of step with what the president says or what uh, CNN or MSNBC or Facebook or whatever these groups believe, then 
you are the stupid one. You're going to have... Because there's two people. There's this elitism in America today where there's elitism, just like in Jesus' day, there were the elitists, the religious elite who wanted to control all the information. And so everyone was so scared to say anything openly about Jesus Christ because they were trying to control the information. Mm -hmm. we're, we see the same thing today. That's exactly right. People gonna... are trying to control the information. They're trying mm -hmm. to control what you hear, control the facts that you're able to look up. And if you don't, or if you are not in lockstep, just today, people who believe similarly to me were called out as being stupid and ignorant. Mm. And I'm like, just because I want to exercise my freedom in this country, wow. I'm now stupid because of these, again, these intellectual elitists who believe that they have all the answers and that they're right and no one else is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right? I mean, you just said it. For fear of the Jewish leaders. In John 7, that's who they were. They were the intellectual elitists, right. these Jewish leaders that had the, the handle on the way God works. Right. And when somebody came in and stirred the pot a little bit, because he was showing them, no, you guys are missing it. This is the way God works, which right. is Jesus Christ, by the way. They were all messed up, man. And right. they started taking offense to that. And, and in verse 12, it says, there was a lot of grumbling about him among the crowds. Some were saying he's a good man. Others were saying he deceives the, he deceives the common people. Right. No matter what you do. It, I'm telling you, if you're a people pleaser in this day and age, you're exhausted. Right. Because no matter yeah. what you're doing, that's a fact. You're 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 not going to please people. Right. Well, here's yeah. what Jesus Christ said. The problem was he, he was talking to his brothers because his brothers were taunting him. Hey, why don't you go show yourself? Blah blah blah. So he ended up saying he's not coming. He did come, and he said, "The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify it that its works are evil." You go up to the feast. I'm not going up to this feast for my time is not yet fully come. And then he kind of came in secret later on. So obviously you had to change the heart about it. But he said, I testify that its works are evil. And that's yeah. why the world couldn't stand it. Mm -hmm. If you are calling out ridiculous behaviors, ridiculous behavior, and that doesn't go with the flow mm -hmm. and it's not going with the mainstream, it's not going. Because a lot of times as Christians, we do work well counterculture. We're going to be honest in a world that's dishonest. We're going to be moral in a world that's immoral. That kind of stuff. Yep. You know, we're not the, yep. we're not the, hey, yeah, we're going to get drunk, let it fly kind of people. We're more like, no, you know, that's not what the Bible said. Don't do that. So yes. I'm not going to do that. We're a lot of times going against the flow. Yeah, of we what stand on our convictions. Doing. And sometimes we, yeah. people hate it. And the fact of the matter is I've seen this in my own life as a minister where I've asked people to work on their marriage at times. They're going to, I just wanted to talk to them. It's like, hey, I just want to talk to you about it and find out what's going on. I would encourage you. I always encourage people to work on their marriage. And mm -hmm. then all of a sudden you hear back, Bill was yelling at me, which I don't yell. I didn't yell as a soccer coach. I don't yell. I just don't, man, I'm adamant. I'm passionate. I'm opinionated even, but I'm not a yeller much. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I'm like, I wasn't yelling. I was just asking. I was just talking, but that's how it becomes. And then wow. you have people, not that particular person, but I have other people that won't talk to me, haven't talked to me in years. All, all The only thing I did was say, hey, uh, you shouldn't be cheating on your spouse or something common sense like that. Like it was what I just said, what the Bible said. And all of a sudden, I'm, you know, public enemy number one, and mm -hmm. I'm a jerk, and I don't get it, and blah, 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 blah. I, I totally get what Jesus Christ is saying here. I mean, sometimes when you when you have that role in life where you got to tell people, look, this is what the Bible teaches, and they don't yeah. take it well, and next yeah. thing you know, you lose friends, and they don't want anything to do with you, and all you said was, well, you believe. Well, I mean, I mean, I associate with them in verse 5 here. It says not even his own brothers believed in him. Right. I mean, there's there's... 
family dysfunction happening even in Jesus's own right. family man the, the god who came in human form comes and he's and he's witnessing dysfunction in his own family some of us you know uh, listening or watching right now we we understand what it's like to be following Christ and to have your your brothers and sisters your aunts and uncles your moms and dads coming against you right i mean it's a hard thing man right. you got to just stay the course you got to stay following jesus christ man and being a good good witness for him when it comes to those people that don't believe because guess what one of those brothers that didn't believe wrote a book of the bible he was one of the main leading apostles james you know right. i mean so they are able to believe after right. a good, you know, after you convince them through your deeds, through your works, your resurrection, you have faith, right? You know? Well, I think yeah. too when he was talking about, you know, if anyone, if anyone's will is to do God's will, he will know whether the teaching is from God or whether mm -hmm. I'm speaking from my own authority. And he's telling them that basically the religious leaders had gotten away from God's will. And that's why they couldn't recognize him. He said, the one who speaks on his own authority seeks his own glory, but the one which they certainly were seeking their own glory. That's right. He's saying, but the one, but he said, the one who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true. And in him, there is no falsehood. Yeah. And I like what he says, because this, this guy's is so important. He goes, I'm not here for my own glory. And this is what truth does, all right? If you're here for making decisions, and this is how you should make decisions on some of the most controversial things today. When you make your decisions, your glory should be going to God, not you. That's exactly right. And not about what you did. It's about it, and it should be based in truth. They said, there's no falsehood in me. There, there should be truth. And when I hear a lot of lies, I don't care who it's coming from, whatever community it's coming from, I'm hearing a lot of things that just aren't true from people. I'm not trusting that. Because mm. I'm trusting on what is true. And Jesus Christ said, what I'm speaking to you is true. Now, they still I, said, here's a response, Mark. Because um, he asked them why they seek to kill me. And the crowd answered, you have a demon. Who is seeking to kill you? And Jesus you know, went on to say. And then they were saying that they did not want to believe in him because we don't know where he came from and so on and so forth. They can't, the religious leaders and the people can't even see a lot of them who Jesus Christ is. Well, we don't know where he came from, or we know where he came from, and he came from Galilee, and no one will know where the Messiah came from. It can't be him. They don't understand he was born in Bethlehem. They haven't even really investigated that that far. They're, they don't have all the information. They're making decisions about Christ without all the information. And I would call this, Mark, let me just throw a term out there to you. We'll coin it today intellectual stuckism mm. and just let, let's just go with stuckism. i'm stuck in my thinking i think sometimes people get stuck in their own thoughts and they're not willing to look at any other things these people already had concluded that jesus christ was not the messiah it didn't matter how many miracles he did it didn't matter that he could teach even though he didn't go to school that he already knew the bible so well they can't look at anything in him and see that it's from god right because they're stuck they're stuck on their preconceived idea, which is that Jesus Christ can't be the real deal. So therefore, everything they want to see, everything they want to talk about has to buttress what they already perceive. Now, if I'm looking at an intellectual idea, and by the way, a lot of people involved in stuckism are also oppressive. Yeah. And and these people are they're stuck and they're also oppressive and making sure everyone thinks just like they do. Yep. When you are open to what the truth is, you're willing to look at things. Here's what they should have done. They should have looked at what Christ was saying and asked, does this line up with scripture? Yes, it did. They should have been able to look at the miracles and ask, how is he able to do that? Well, he's doing that from God. And they should have been able to change their thinking. Now, there was a man, Nicodemus, among them who did believe in Jesus Christ. 
and yeah. even in this chapter, was sticking up for yeah. Jesus Christ. And I'm glad he did. Right. Because somebody needed to. Right. I mean, my gosh, the guy earlier on in verse 4, his brothers are taunting him like, hey, if you, nobody's going to make a reputation for themselves if you do everything in secret. you got to get out there, right. man. you got to do this. It's almost like they were testing him. Right. Like, but he, exactly what you said. He, he's like, I'm not trying to make a reputation for right. myself. I'm doing all things for God's right. glory. You know what I mean? And I think that's what all of us need to be at. I mean, I we think we should be open to the information out when it comes yeah. to COVID or something like that. Like I look at right now, I look at the numbers every day in the county, every single day. I look and I track. It's tracked on my phone in a file I have on my phone. I know how many we went up every day. You know why? Because I'm not going to be stuck. That there's there not go. a problem. If there is a coming problem, I want to see it and there I want to know and I want to be ahead of the game. I want to know about it. So I'm willing You're to right. be open. I'm willing when I had a doctor talk to me about various things and say, hey, here's what I've seen. Here's what my experience is. And I trust that doctor. I want to believe in it. I don't want to be so stuck in my own thoughts that I can only see it one way. That's such a good point. Except yep. on Christ. Now, I'm going to not... I do believe in Christ is the way, the truth, the life. I do believe in what he said. So if you want to say, well, Bill, you're kind of stuck on that. Yeah, I'm stuck on Jesus. So Well, I, they were stuck on this this religious or this uh, uh, governmental figure that's going to come in uh, as a Messiah, right? right? These Jewish leaders. And they he was going to come in and, and overtake the Roman Empire. And they were, you know, that, that was the vision or the image that these Jewish leaders had, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So they had this picture picturesque view of who this messiah is going to be jesus shows up on the scene they're like no nah, ain't him right. what does he say he says don't judge according to external appearances right. right don't judge by looking at my external appearances right no i, um, I, I would agree I, which that by itself what he was doing should have got them unstuck from their stuckism. I mean, just Absolutely. just look at what he was accomplishing. Isn't that what he said? He said, if you don't believe in me, all right, but at least believe in the works that I'm right. doing. My goodness. You well, know? here's one of the most famous parts of this chapter, too. Mm -hmm. On the last day of the feast, because he goes up for the Feast of Booths, on the last day of the feast, he stood up and cried, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Mm -hmm. So if you have a spiritual thirst, right? He said, whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart, rivers will flow rivers of living water. Now, he said this about the Spirit, whom yeah. those who believed in him were to receive, for as of yet the Spirit had not been given because Jesus had not yet been glorified. Now, mm -hmm. what was happening with, and those who were involved in the stuckism, the intellectual, they were basically had misinformation. We won't know where the Messiah is coming from. Or where he's born. Well, that's not true because it yeah. says he'd be born in Bethlehem. Micah, right? I right. Mean, it yeah, says that, so, that, that was untrue. So there was misinformation that was fueling their decision. And that's what we have to be careful of, that we're not fueling our, whatever yeah. decisions we're making, that we're not fueling it with misinformation. We got to double check things, fact check things, make sure that what we're saying is, is, is actually true. But I appreciate, man, you talk about the ultimate truth, the spirit of God. I mean, working inside of us to encourage us to do the right thing. I love it. He said, if you thirst, man, come to me and I'll give you living water. I mean, there's a life spiritually. And I ask myself sometimes like, okay, where is the spirit inside people? When we're mm. fighting, when we're arguing, when we're looking at a ton of things that have nothing to do with God, where is the spirit of God in that? I love that, Bill. That is so good. Um, every one of us is thirsty. Right. Every one of us. Right. We're thirsty for something. What are you filling yourself with? Right. He said, come to me. Right. And I'm telling you what, you'll never regret that decision to right. come to Jesus when you're thirsty. When you thirst for life, come to him. He'll fill you. Right. When you thirst for hope, come to him. He'll fill you. I've you know never, what I'm saying? I've never seen a place where there's water where there's not life. 
There you go. I was, I, we drove across yeah. South Dakota in the prairies, and whenever you saw trees growing, like a grove of trees, you knew there was a stream mm-hmm. or a river because that's the only place where the trees really grew. When I was, when my children were younger, we were taking a walk in the woods, and there's a little creek that runs through the woods, and I stepped on the ice there, and the ice broke, and it went down, wasn't deep, and it came back up, and there were three minnows on the ice, <laughs> which we had to help back into the water, yeah. get them back where they belong. But it was just a reminder, here we are in the dead of winter, and there's still life in this creek. In and water, when you're yeah. looking at the Spirit of God, there's always life within the believer. That's Rivers right. of living water will flow. Mm. The power that a Christian has, the encouragement, the wisdom, the direction of this river of flowing water. My thing is, it shouldn't. there should be evidence of this in our lives. There should be evidence the way we treat each other, how considerate we are. And I really do believe you know, we need to be considerate of, of differences of opinions uh, when it comes to different things that are going on today, not differences of opinion with the Bible. The Bible's the Bible, and we're yep. going to stand true on that. But when it mm-hmm. comes to stuff that's not really written in the Bible, it's not talked about in the Bible, man, do we need to extend grace and we need to extend love. We need to act like we're actually believers in Jesus Christ and followers, right, Yeah, of him. Jesus said, the one who believes in me, let him drink. Right. I love that. I do. That's an invitation yeah. to drink of the truth of God's word, right. the drink of just freedom in him. Uh, we're Yeah, we are Americans and we're citizens of this world, but our first citizenship is in heaven. Right. And he, he's given us everything necessary for life and godliness in right. him. So let's drink. Absolutely. Let's drink. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you tuning in uh, today. May the Lord bless your week. If you do have uh, questions uh, for us, you you can always write us, Mm -hmm. whether it's email or if you put a comment underneath or ask a question underneath on the YouTube page, like I may not actually see that. I'm not monitoring that per se, but if you write to us directly via Facebook, via email, or if you know our numbers, text us, we're happy to answer your questions. We're happy to pray for you. We're happy to encourage you or do whatever we can. Eagleville.church slash contact that's where you're going to find our, our information well hopefully mine's bill mcmahon at windstream dot yep, net that's there. why mine's just yep. my name all lowercase bill mcmahon at windstream dot net you guys all have a great and a blessed week